Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I will continue to take this Balance of Nature. I love it. And um, if it keeps me going, then I'm all for it. (laughs) We are healthy because we take Balance of Nature. We feel energetic. I get up just before 7 o'clock every morning. We are enjoying health. And uh, I tell everybody about it. I am a pastor. God wants for us to be healthy and take care of our bodies. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Kate. I'm Carl Lamar. Lord, give us enough caffeine to change the things we can and handfuls of sedatives to understand the mind of a liberal. The Kate Daly Show starts now. And he said, Dad, guess which is it? Is it NBA or NFL? 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. 19 have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits. And 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL? Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. Oh, wow, I love that clip. NFL or NBA, and it ends up being all those problems end up being the Congress members. Amazing. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show last hour. I've got Uncle Milty here. How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. And uh, talking about all kinds of issues. Last hour, we went through uh, headline hell because the headlines are so screwy. We just had to bring up so many different things they were trying to skew and trying to manipulate with. And it's crazy. And then now we have Dr. Duke Pesta on with us. And so how are you, kind sir? So glad you're with us. I am very well. Good to be with you guys again. Dr. Duke Pesta is one of the only, if you're new to the show, he's one of the only conservative professors out there. He is uh, truly amazing. He's been coming on the show a long time. We absolutely love him. Every Monday, he comes on and shares with us and and, uh, what his thoughts and feelings are, what's going on. And we have to tackle some of these things in education, which is your wheelhouse completely. Um, I can't. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. There's so many things going on right now. Where do you want to start? Well, I, let's just make an opening preamble here. Uh, I gotta make it clear in case moms and dads, if you're listening and you don't understand this, this is the singest, single biggest problem you have right now as a family. If you do not understand what's happening in the public schools, Amen. Uh, right now, as is happening in other forms of government as well and oversight. Right now, the American public school system has collectively decided that education, as you and I understand it, subject matter, literacy, math competency, that that is racist and discriminatory. 
they do not focus primarily on that anymore. They still may teach those subjects, but those subjects have been overridden by critical race theory, by radical gender imperatives, by all sorts of progressive ideology. The primary purpose, now, this may sound outrageous, but think about this, mom and dad. Look at what's going on in the Biden administration. You are watching in real time how bureaucrats are being hired to positions of government, unelected, who have no competency in what they're doing. Pete Buttigieg at, at the Department of Transportation is proven to be completely unable to react to anything mm -hmm. trans, transportation related. Over and over again, the people who are running this country, people who have never been elected, appointed, have no qualifications. They're just social justice warriors. And that's what's happening in the public schools. So your kid may sit in math class f one hour a week, one hour a day for five days, but the amount of math they're learning is radically dis diminished, and the math that they are learning is b bound up in critical race theory and social-emotional learning. Be careful. Yeah. Most mom and dads know that critical race theory and the LGBTQ stuff is bad. Mm -hmm. But most moms and dads think that, well, social emotional learning, well, that's good. I want my kid to be cared for, uh, cared for emotionally. But wait a second. Do you trust somebody with a four-year degree in elementary education to be able to look after your kid psychologically and emotionally? Yeah. There's, they're not qualified for this. And notice what you don't hear, mom. When you hear the word social emotional learning, which now covers every aspect of your kid's education and their gym classes and their homerooms and their art courses and their sports. When you hear the word social emotional learning, where in that phrase do you hear anything about actual literacy and education? Yep. Nothing. It's all, it's all into uh, um, behavior it's into, I mean, it's it's interesting this turn that they've taken and very well calculated, I might add, too, because at the same time they've got Common Core dumbing the kids down, now we've branched into emotional social learning and it's all about behavior outcomes. The, um, the, uh, myth, the myth of all this is that people seem to believe that this is going to bring everybody up to a higher yeah, level. Yeah. That's not how it right, works. Right. It brings everybody down to the lowest common denominator. And it's not just that. Everybody thinks this is going to make us get along better. We're mm -hmm. going to be really inclusive. You should understand the word inclusive in the mouth of a progressive is exactly the opposite. Right. When they say they want to include everyone, that means everybody who thinks the way you do. That means that if you are a patriot or a Christian or a conservative or a Republican or somebody who believes in traditional values or somebody who supports the police or the Constitution, by definition, the progressive definition of inclus inclusivity excludes you and your kids. Yep. Amen. Amen. Um, it is. It, and when you were talking about not even equipped to be in this role, because basically, um, like you said, with the uh, with the education that they do have, but they're also bringing their political motivations into it, too. So they're, they're adding politics, that into the mess. They're, 
Yeah. Their politics and their sex lives now are more featured in your public schools than ABCs and one, two, threes. And it's even worse than this. Uh, you think about social emotional learning. You think about what they're doing here. We know, and, and I don't care how much you think the public schools are useful or necessary or what a wonderful way to educate our kids without having to pay tuition, mm -hmm. not realizing how much of your property taxes goes to those schools. Right. What is really alarming about this is how they have completely, without consulting anybody, decided that their political and sexual values, warped as they are, should be the main focus of your public schools. And the other thing they're doing here is, is think about what the story is. Mm -hmm. We know it's a fact. It's an absolute fact. The public schools have been going backwards for decades. We know without any argument, we know that our kids are going backwards in the learning process. They are reading and doing math at a much lower level than in the past, the recent past. That's a fact. It's not debatable. So you're telling me a four-year of a teacher that went to college for four years to get a degree in education in middle school math or, or elementary school, you think they're actually, they can't teach reading and writing. They yeah. can't teach the math that right. they were qualified to teach. Do you really think they're qualified to become the parent of your child morally, politically, sexually? Because that's what they've appropriated. That is so true. Several articles have come out. I mean, more than several, I should say. A lot of articles have come out. A tumultuous year in ESG um, and uh, slightly creepy public databases. We have parents groups that came out three days ago saying ESG rules are negatively impacting uh, their students. I mean, what you're saying, it's, it's being felt all over the country. So... Well I hope people don't think this is some sort of theory. It's being felt this way mm -hmm. by parents. Well, let everybody know what ESG stands for. Emotion, uh, isn't it emotional, social, um, what is it? Guidance. Guidance. That's Basically, right. yeah. yeah. And so, again, uh, notice what the programs are for all your schools. Social, emotional learning. DEI initiatives, diversity, equity, and inclusivity. ESG programs. Anti-racist, anti-bullying sex positive, pro-trans, pro-LGBTQ, all in the name of, of, of inclusivity, mm -hmm. all of it, all of it, radical left-wing politics. So what, you've, what we've allowed to happen in the name of those buzzwords, we've allowed your kids' education to be overrun mm -hmm. by progressive and without a doubt, socialist, globalist intentions. If you really think that all this sex and gender and politics, you really think forcing white kids to admit their guilt, telling minorities simply because of the color of their skin, they're victims. Mm -hmm. If you think this has anything to do with including, you are, you're nuts. Yeah. Because it's, an, it's about revolution. It's about ripping down the foundations of the freest country and the most inclusive country in the history of the world turning it into a monster so you could put it, you re replace it, mm -hmm. something much more nefarious on a global level. Yeah. It's funny how you were talking about inclusivity and, and all of these nonsense words that we use now that really solely mean the LGBT community, <laughs> right? Or being yep. black. And, and the, you, do you remember the movie My Bodyguard? Yes. My Bodyguard, 1980, right? 
And yep. uh, and this kid, um, his little fro from, you know, he's actually a white kid, um, goes up against Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon was one of his first movies, and he was the bad kid. And there was this power play between them, as we all know, growing up, that you had you had maybe a bully in, in school, somebody that thought they were tough, a big kid, right? And uh, the little kid stands up to the big kid and, and hires himself a big kid bodyguard. It had nothing to do with race. It had nothing to do with LGBT. So the parents out there that are listening to this, who, who go back to their own school days and go, yeah, it's probably good we get rid of those bullies because, you know... The, 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 the only problem being identified right now or that they want you to think that's identified is it's all about LGBT and it's all about being black and it's all about being racist. And that is not true. That is simply not true. But it's all under the guise of the blanket statement of bullying. But it's but it's actually just about these two groups and trying to promote that as two problems under the same umbrella. It's, it's all more- about subjugation is what it's about. <laughs> And the real bullies, the bullies mm-hmm. you should be the most worried about is not the little white kid on the school or the heterosexual kid. Mm-hmm. The real bullies are the LGBTQ mm-hmm. advocates yep. and the critical race yep. theory thugs who are forcing your kids. In one story that we'll talk about, white kids forced to their knees by African-American kids and forced on their knees, we're talking little kid kids, to say black lives matter or they right. get punched in the head. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, not the issue you think it is. So your kids are being taught that they have to, you know, appropriate themselves out for white guilt. You're you're being taught that this is so necessary because nobody could ever get along in the history of America, but they're going to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. That is not it. One bully in a school or, or a couple of bullies in a school that, you know, somebody went up against or somebody got shoved in a locker in the ninth grade. This is not that this is not that. And and you know what? We did not have unsolvable problems all these years back. This has something to do with gearing the problem into something it's not. And then your real bullies, like you said, are these people that with this type of information that are going after our kids and then turning it into something it's not as well. So the real bullies are really the adults in this yep. taking over and making these subjects about something it's not. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. More with Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty. Don't go anywhere. Seven three fourteen fifty. This is the Kate Daly Show. We don't need no education. We don't need no thought control. Man, this song. Nails it, yep. does it not? Uh, Pink Floyd, the wall. All right. Uh, I love this next line, too. Teachers, leave them kids alone. Here we mm-hmm. go. What a great line. Yep. Welcome back. Kate Daly's show. Um, so welcome back. And of course, uh, get over to preparewithkate.com. Get some food storage. Okay. This is a no brainer. You have a window right now. I don't know how many times I got to repeat this. You have a window. Use it. Use it. Don't forget about food storage. Do not not do that. Um, You should be building that food storage every single month. Please get things under your roof. Okay? Things are coming. Trust me on this. You can see it. 
please listen to me on that. Preparewithkate.com has the best deals. The other thing is um, FIQ products. You heard Morley Robbins talk about copper. You know that in 1923, they did a uh, mice, uh, they, they eliminated copper from the mice diets and all the mice died of disease, degenerative diseases, all kinds of diseases. They knew what they were doing when they created glyphosate. Glyphosate annihilates copper in your system, copper in your food. And copper is the main mineral. You should be taking copper every day. Please do this. Go to FIQ. You'll see FIQ at the bottom of the Kate Daly Show, uh, KateDalyRadio.com. Uh, okay? It's on the bottom where all the sponsors are. Click that link. It helps the show, too. But order copper. It all, they also have whole C. He was talking about the difference between absorbic acid C and whole C. You need to be taking whole C and magnesium. These are great products. FIQ does a tremendous job in the delivery system, and uh, you'll love these products. And they're really um, affordable, okay? Um, Best, best. I take them every day. So I've got Uncle Milty and Dr. Duke Pesta, and I was just talking about an article from three days ago for this that we're talking about right now. In Montana, they came out and they said, parents group says ESG rules are negatively impacting American schools. Well, that's the understatement of the century. And this is how they described it. Um, It's sort of a credit system focused on promoting ideas like, you know, climate change activism you know, for your youth. I don't know if any of you realize your youth are getting loads of this, but they are. And social justice. And really it's the way that another way of pushing divide, they're pushing divisive ideologies about race and gender, as well as certain idea about climate change on our students. So all in the name of love and inclusivity. And you think, oh, social emotional learning. My kids are, are going to be better people. No, they're not. This is completely pushing divisive ideologies is the exact opposite. Like Dr. Duke Pesta was saying, you can take it from here, Dr. Pesta. Yeah, absolutely. And and what is the the end game here? Yeah, it's not literacy. It's not college readiness. It's not career and entrepreneurship. It's to turn young children on knowing their history, ignorant of the sacrifices, the responsibilities, what our government, our Constitution says. You turn ignorant children into activists. That's what this is about. Mm -hmm. You're turning out a generation of militant fighters for radically progressive causes. Kids who, even if it dawned on them that they have been indoctrinated instead Mm -hmm. of educated, Mm -hmm. would not know how and would not be able on their own Mm -hmm. to pick up the book and read them to figure out where they went astray. That ignorance factor is part of the plan. Right. It's, uh, so you have SEL, which is more of your emotional learning, right? Social emotional learning. Then you have ESG, which is environmental, social, and corporate governance. And then you have, you have all these acronyms coming into our schools to solve some sort of issue, they say, some sort of problem. Right. What has this done in the last three years to our students? Let me me ask you a question. Uh The biggest problem we have in schools is they can't teach kids how to read and write new math. Mm -hmm. When have you heard? When was the last time you heard a superintendent, a teacher, Mm -hmm. a principal mention any initials to deal with that? No, nothing. Why? And mom, why are you sending your kid to school? I don't. You might be a, a an annoying liberal in your blue Prius, <laughs> listening to us right now, and you got your kids in public school. Right. I'm going to ask you, annoyed mom in the blue Prius, rolling your eyeballs. Do you send your kids to public schools to learn how to become educated? 
to learn how to read and write? Or do you send them so that they can vote the way you do? Is that what the purpose of it is? Yeah. Because I don't think blue Pri- Prius limp, uh, uh, riding mom, I don't really think she believes that. Amen. Well, there is the <clears throat> there is the IIS program or IIB program rather. Have you What's heard that? of that one? No. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Ignorance <laughs> is bliss. Oh gosh. No wonder why so many of our kids are yeah. high. Yeah. No, it's it, it really is and and so SEL and ESG, did they come around about the same time? Uh no, social emotion. What has happened is Social emotional learning, they figured this out. Of mm-hmm. all the ways they've tried to sell this to parents, mm-hmm. critical race theory didn't work, ESG, uh, DEI, none of that works. Mm-hmm. The thing that was the least objectionable was to use the phrase social emotional learning, which incorporates as kind of like Common Core did, kind mm-hmm. of sucks up right. all those other dangerous uh, alphabet soup words mm-hmm. into what it is because again to the to the the mom who's not paying attention the dad who's working two jobs not paying any attention when you hear we're teaching social emotional learning well everybody think feels all warm and squishy right, right. I mean oh but again I ask you and I I want to make this point very clear too I I would be less angry about this Mm -hmm. if they were giving our kids a first-rate education and politicizing them right because then you could have a little faith that these kids would be smart enough and literate enough to turn another way to be able to re-educate themselves after school if they realized how badly their education has handled them Mm -hmm. but they don't do that, and they know why they don't do that. If the more they give kids a genuine education, let them read really complicated books from all sorts of different perspectives, mm-hmm. the less likely they're going to march lockstep with their very reductive right. anti-intellectual crusade. This is what you started this segment with, right? Right. The purpose of all of this is mindless activism to make them progressives. It has nothing to do with what's morally right or true. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with evidence and experience and mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. It's about emotions. We want your kids emotionally on fire to fight tradition, to fight religion, to fight yes. patriotism, to fight capitalism. Right. And to that, you want rage, not reason. Ooh. Yeah, Good if point. you actually educate mm-hmm. the children, it's a self-defeating program. Well, yeah. yeah, and here's the deal with with SEL. Um, what 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 are they after? What are their goals? If you just merely Google that, it's children acquire emotional intelligence. Are your kids not do not have emotion? They're they're saying that your kids don't have emotional intelligence. They're also saying that they need to develop empathy for others. Think about that. Does your kid really need to develop more empathy? Is your kid not feel feelings? Do you are you raising a psychopath and didn't know it? Of course not. And then learn problem solving skills. Now look back at all the years before they went to school and even now, can your kid solve a problem away from the schoolroom? Sure. So why in the schoolroom are they telling you they can't obviously solve problems without this program? Well, I would also make another point. Empathy is relative. Right, right. Right. I mean, so you're supposed to have if your kid's a little white Christian kid who loves his country and his God, mm-hmm. are we supposed to have any empathy for that? 
Are we having empathy for white kids on college campuses or mm -hmm. cisgendered people, right? Uh, if you have a moment, Kate, mm -hmm. can you read some excerpts from that horrible story from Candace Owens? Oh, a group yes. of young African-American mm -hmm. kids yeah. rounded up much smaller white kids bullied them, including punching one right. in the head. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Before I go there, I have to, I do have a caller on the line for okay. you. Go ahead, caller. Okay, never mind. They hung up. Okay. <laughs> so we need a bigger attention span. Okay. Um, yes. So this so this is uh, by Candace Owens and the New York Post. And this is Springfield, Ohio. And it was a video which caught a group of black elementary students uh, attacking white students and forcing them to say Black Lives Matters, according to the cops. Uh, footage showed a tall student grabbing a much smaller one around the back of the head and marching him on the playground with another joint to hold the struggling victim and others joined in the attack and two more white students were made to kneel on the ground. At least one of the victims was punched in the head. Police say they're pursuing charges against the attackers in the racially motivated assault. Now this isn't hitting your news because this goes against the narrative. See, yeah. only black people, well, only white people are racist, right? Well, what has fed into the kids treating the white kids like this? Well, and worse than that, we know mm -hmm. what led to it. This uh -huh. is the only place they could have learned that was school. Right. Even the most radical moms and dads on the left don't do that to their children or tell them that it's okay to knock kids in the head with fists, to find children half your size and to, to target them simply because of their – and then, look, I could see taking their lunch meat, lunch meat mm -hmm. uh, money, money. Mm -hmm. or, or, or smacking them because, you know, you, you evil white kid, but to force the kids on their knees right. to chant Black Lives Matter, right. this is 100% orchestrated. It's completely horrific. And I hope people are taking this in because this story will not be on your newscast. Yep. They, they, they have to stay away from this. And it's Candace Owens, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. a, a black female uncle, t uncle, Auntie Tom, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Who's reporting this on mm -hmm. these kids? And they, you hit it on the head. Right. You will not hear the schools talk when they. I guarantee you, when they mm -hmm. go to the kids' school, the response will be, "We do not talk about." Uh, right. how we punish or how we yeah. do with deal with discipline. She, we can't talk about that. She said the children, I'll take this caller, but she said this that the, the children, Candace Owens said, who committed the assault were raised up to watch the news. They heard their parents talking about white people negatively. They watched the riots. They fed into all the news campaigns about how we're a racist nation and only black people, only white people are the racist ones. And she's right about that. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You're on with Duke Pesta. Go right ahead. Well, hey, Kate. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, this just reminds me um, a lot of, you know, Mao yep. and his Red Guards and how they were all about Mao. destroying mm -hmm. the four old. Right. So, right. you know, the old ideas, the old customs, old cultures. And right. that's exactly what these poor kids are being fed every single day, whether they're, you know, in school or watching TV is that, you know, everything old is horrible and awful. And so you have every right now to turn that back around and be that awful racist because vengeance is dying. Amen. 
What do you have to say, Pesta? Thank you. I mean, Maoism and socialism, yep. communism is all, she's exactly right. That's what exactly is behind this. And the sad thing is, it's not new. Right. If, if these kids knew history, if the teachers knew history, this is what the Soviets did. It's what Chow, Chairman Mao did in China. It's also what the National Socialists did. Yep. They weren't right-wing Christians, the Nazis. They were left-wingers. They yep. were socialists. They did the same thing in the Hitler Jugend, right? Now, Sure, sure. National socialism is more about the nation state and racism. Soviet communism, Bolshevik, Chinese communist is more globalist in its ambitions, mm -hmm. more ideologically prone. But nevertheless, they're the same ideological perspective. Right. So, yes, absolutely, that this is where we're going. And we saw how easily in Germany just mm -hmm. one generation of kids could rise up and right. support one of the most horrible regimes in human history. Same thing's going on today in China, right? right. For all of their wealth, their capitalism-driven wealth, right. you got a billion minorities right. in concentration camps, and the West doesn't care about it. We're going to go to a break. We'll be right back. Kate Daly's show with Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty. Be right back. Robinson with Southwest Vision, inviting you to the seminar. Call 673-5577 or go to Southwest. Big Daly Show. Cooper for you. School's out. Um, <laughs> welcome back. Kate Daly Show. And of course, uh, get over to our sponsors. We have wonderful sponsors. Balance of Nature. What a great product. 31 fruits and vegetables a day. I take it as a multivitamin. That's my multivitamin. I wouldn't bother with the multivitamins they have on the market. They don't do what they, they need to do for you. What I do is I do Balance of Nature and I do the FIQ Copper and Magnesium and Whole C. And uh, together, that's my multivitamin every day. And... Um, I'm feeling it. I'm loving it. Please go to the sponsors and order these products. I talk about them for a reason because I know that they're in your best interest and I won't talk about anything I don't use myself. And I am telling you, my family just absolutely just loves Balance of Nature. What can I say? Um, Balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. Okay, code word Kate. That actually helps the show and helps you get 35% off in free shipping right now. And don't wait. You've heard me talking about it. Just do it. Just get it ordered. Start taking it. I swear you'll love it. Okay. Um, and uh, the FIQ products too. Also, the Zelenko products are really good as well. Um, you'll love them. And Dr. Zelenko did a great job. He passed away last year, but he did a phenomenal job and uh, really got the word out on health, which I love about him. Love about him. All right, caller, you're on with Dr. Duke Pesta. Go right ahead. Yeah, so uh, following along the lines of this race issue, so I have been an advocate for years that the the elites, the the, peop the puppet administration that's currently running the country and the World Economic Forum, they want a race war in the world. They, they want us fighting amongst each other. Yep. Because if we're focused on fighting each other, we're not focused on them, and then they take in over more control. Amen. So this is what they really want to do, and we need to just – ignore yeah. this whole situation say this is not a race issue this is these guys playing us like puppets amen thank you what yep. do you think pesta well we're saying it no one's listening right i right. mean um the question is there's plenty of people telling this like uh, the caller very articulately did there are a lot of people saying what he said mm -hmm. the problem is it doesn't seem to move parents to move their kids out right. so in other words 
as long as they can – how many of those dictators, Lenin said it, uh, certainly mm-hmm. Hitler said it, you, you, you believe whatever you want, but give us the schools. Give us the elementary mm-hmm. schools, I think it was Lenin who said. And in one, in one yeah. generation, your ch- grandchildren will be communists, right? Amen. So fine. Where a lot of us are screaming it, a lot of us are pointing it out. It doesn't seem to be mo- moving the needle much. You and I can get, and the caller, we can get as exercised about it as we want, and mm-hmm. we can we can talk the way he just talked very nicely. But where's the rest of the country? Where are the moms and dads? Right. Because it doesn't matter the fact that you and I we remember liberty. Hold on, caller. Your kids will never be taught it. Amen. Go ahead, caller. You're on with Dr. Duke Pesta. Hi, um, is this Kate Daly? Yeah, you're live in front of everybody, and oh. <laughs> and uh, you're oh. talking to Dr. Duke Pesta. Oh, I haven't I haven't heard you in over three years. Oh, I'm sorry uh, to hear that. Yeah, I'm. I just wanted to know. Okay. I, I won't take up much of your time. My name's Gerald. Okay. I just want to know. Um, do you are you on any stations? up in cedar city uh yeah we you know what call me after the show and we can handle that it seems like one of those kind of issues call me after the show on this line um let me go ahead and take another caller hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead you're on with dr duke pesta dr pesta yes sir i i i just became aware of um, in my local community here in southern utah of pajama day in public school have you heard about that oh yeah Yes, sir. WTF. Really? (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Do you want to talk about that, Dr. Pesta? I mean, yes. I mean, notice notice what – think about what this means. Uh I I said earlier, and I still don't think a lot of people recognize this, Mm -hmm. what they're doing in the public schools right now is they're jettisoning education. Mm -hmm. They're going to leave that to somebody else. What they're doing is they are becoming your kid's parent. Now, think about this. What's one way to convince kids that you're really the mom and dad? Well, it may seem like a small thing, but have the kids wear their jammy jams Mm -hmm. to school. Right. And then they could sit around. They bring their binkies. They're invited. Mm -hmm. They're asked to bring your best uh, stuffed animal Mm -hmm. and we'll give you white milk and graham crackers. Uh Think about what's happening there. I mean, it is not an accident that they're turning the school into the family home. But it's notice, it's a collective home, not an individual home. Now, let me give you the other side of that, okay? So when I was in high school in the mid-80s in California, we had two days. One was baby day, and it was only for seniors, and we had slave day. You literally bought the football players, and they were your slaves for the entire day, okay? On baby day... Baby Day was known as the party night at school. So every kid went out and partied all night long. And it was kind of sanctioned even by the teachers. They all knew that the kids would be out partying all night wearing baby outfits. Okay. So you went all night. You partied all night long. You came the next day. And all the senior and junior teachers knew Baby Day had just happened. Right. It was school spirit week. And then you slept all day in class in your baby clothes watching movies because they considered at a movie day but it was basically to support partying not little kids with like the home so it was a completely different atmosphere different reason it was seniors and everybody participated total different thing 
Right, but you went okay. Uh-huh. So you had a, a, a custom back yes. in the eighties yes. that was juvenile, juvenile, yes, yes. and un, and unfit <laughs> for actual learning. And yes. then you fast forward today, yeah. where you have something even more insidious. Right? Yes, something is, yes. It, notice that there is. They notice they don't leave the building. They don't go drinking. Yep, yep. Uh, the word slave would make them <laughs> just irate and unable. They they would not be able to. It see would not straight. happen today. Yeah. No, no, it would not happen. In other words, you what happened in the California in the 80s was actually an experiment of kind of radical individualism. Right. uh, Right. Let let them let them leave. Let them. It's almost like the the, the medieval feasts. Right. The the feast of of unrule where for one day everybody was inverted. The the peasant was the leader. Right. It was was a way of venting, certainly for high school kids, sexual Uh and other kinds of steam. Yes. People actually went to school in diapers and. Yes. It was it was actually condoned. They even had baby day breakfast and all the senior yes. teachers made pancakes for all the hungover uh, students. OK, I thought you were going to say that the boys got to suckle. My point is, is that this was this was a yeah. coping stress relieving. Measure. Yes. So this was what like you, a spirit week senior thing. Yes. And it had nothing to do with manipulating a home like atmosphere That's into right. the school to coddle them into we care about you more than your parents. We're smarter than your parents, and we're going to teach you all about your emotions, not your parents. Yeah, this is yeah. not venting. This yeah. is conforming yes. exactly totally to the kind of educational pressures uh-huh. that turn kids into different people. Yep. Yep. The bombardment of this progressive uh-huh. attitude never stops. A, a listener just sent me some pictures mm-hmm. that they took up in Idaho. Okay. There's a truck with the video panels on it uh-huh. driving around in a city in Idaho with this message. You can still get abortion, abortion pills in the mail. Abortion pills <laughs> are safe, truck. effective, and can yep. be mailed to any address in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Pregnant, you still have a choice. Abortion pills are available. You can still murder. See, wow. um, yeah, I'm surprised they don't go into the school parking lots and make sure they oh, make they their rounds there. Oh, they probably do. But you know what? Uh, back to topic. This is such an interesting, uh, looking back to what we did, and we even had Slave Day, which would never be condoned now. That would, uh, no one could do that. Can you even imagine the heads that would explode? Everybody loved Slave Day because it raised money for the football team. And everybody knew what it was about. Everybody knew that, hey, you're my slave. I actually bought the center of the football team. And he had to come into my classroom and he had to dust off my seat. And he he was basically my male slave for the entire day in front of all the other students. No, not one person had a problem with it. Not one black student had a problem with it. Nobody had an issue. Look you know, at today. You, I, I must say, you 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 ex- exhibited a terrible lack of imagination. If I was able to buy the head cheerleader in high school, I can guarantee you there would be no dusting involved. Okay, so I'm much cleaner than you. I am obviously not thinking outside the box. But let me just tell you, that was the least of it. They made us breakfast. They had to take us to lunch. Did you know that we had leashes on them around their neck? We had dog collars on them. Attached have, to a leash, and they had to walk around as our slaves. Did you have African Americans on the team? Uh huh. Yep. They had no oh problem my. with it at all. Yep. No problem at all. No one had an issue with it. I'm calculating the reparations, you 
<laughs> it's going to be really high, this? Kate. Can We're going to have to do a, a, a telethon to get you the money to pay the reparations. Right, right. See, a totally different time. And nobody thought in these terms until they were taught to. And that's your whole point. Um, we Uncle were Milty. actually beyond yep. racism yep. at one point yeah. in this we country. We could laugh about it. We could talk about it. It wasn't yeah. a. It wasn't even a thing. And here we were walking around with they were had they had dog collars on. We had leashes on them, and no one thought that. No one was even thinking about the black and white America and how we're at each other. So it's, this has to be taught, and they're teaching yeah. it in our schools. Yeah, uh, the whole thing. I mean, look, as we're winding down here. Mm-hmm. Those were liberals, by the way, in California. Yeah. Okay, I just had to say that. Yes, they were. Yeah. yeah. But there's no reforming this. If you mm-hmm. think that you're going to fix this, right. it's not going to happen. Yeah. From the very, the vast majority of our local school boards, all the way up to the Department of Education at the federal level, there is nobody in the system who's on your side. Mm-hmm. The, uh, we, the conservatives, traditionalists, common sense people, moderate Democrats are nowhere to be found in the system. So where do you turn? Yeah. I mean, uh, where where are you going to find a way around this in your public schools? And if you live in a rural district, a small rural district, and you're only seeing shades of this yet, do you actually think once they get the big cities nailed down, they're going to leave you alone? Do you think they're going to tie down Milwaukee and Chicago and New right. York and right. Los Angeles and leave you alone when the time comes? You're dreaming. Amen. Yep. We're, we're having to teach our kids like those kids and, and, and mention again what you said on the break about those, those kids, this had nothing to do with bullying. It was what, when the black kids made the white kids kneel and say black lives matter. That was social. This wasn't wasn't bullying. This was social justice to the left, to the schools who turned those kids into monsters because you don't blame the kids, you blame Dr. Frankenstein, not the monster, right? Mm-hmm. The schools are the Dr. Frankensteins. Those kids who literally punched little white kids in the head, half their size, made them get on their knees and say Black Lives Matter, they were engaging in proud social justice activism, completely laudable mm-hmm. and justifiable because somewhere 200 years ago, one of those kids' great, 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 great grandparents might have had somebody in their family who owned a slave. It's justified. Jeez. And to think, you know, I should have played right back where we started from because as much progress as we could make, as many things as we can do, they will never let us do that. And, and if we as American public do not get wise to that, because it's just going to take us as people going, we're not buying what yep. you're selling, right? We're taking our kids out of school because we're not going to, we're not going to put our kids through this because if I can, if, if in 1985, I can have slave day and no one says a thing, why is it in 2023? Now everyone's a racist. That's white. I mean, come on. Well, we're all slaves now to the new social justice yeah. imperatives, mm-hmm. right? Cancel mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. Look, you, what you say is very right. Um, it, it, it's unlikely to happen, I have to say. But if enough, um, it, well, there's 60 million public school kids, if even 500,000 enrolled their kids this August in classes, and on the first day at noon, 500,000 moms marched into their public schools all across this country and pulled their kids out, change would come because the public schools are paid based on how many kids that 
are in the classes. Yeah. If even what's what's it, it should be easy for me. I'm not a math mm-hmm. guy. What's mm-hmm. five hundred thousand of sixty million is a relatively small fraction, but that would be enough to force the schools, at least until they could get control again, to have to change or else they'd lose so much money that schools would be closing mm-hmm. in the same way right now right. that uh, colleges are shutting down and, yeah. and other liberal institutions are starting to shrink a little bit because there's not enough people to attend them. You could do that with simply 500 out of 60 million mm-hmm. moms. Set them, sign them up, send them the first day, mm-hmm. and by lunchtime you yank them out after all the money had been calculated mm-hmm. and there would be no budget remedy. Right. You watch how quickly the pedagogy would change. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Milty. At the end of uh, your kid being in four years of college, at the very, very end of that road, they come out a social justice warrior thinking they have to apologize for their white guilt, and they've been manipulated to the hilt. Congratulations. <laughs> so we're screwed. Uh, so thank you so much, Dr. Pesta. Really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. You. Thank, thank you. you. Good hour. And uh, great hour. And uh, be faithful, be fearless. We'll be back tomorrow. And uh, we have a lot to say tomorrow. So as you can probably imagine, I already have a list of things we have to talk about tomorrow. Everybody have a nice night.